Alright, ladies and gentlemen, all of you uh, viewers in chat, we are officially starting the first episode of NPC Overtime. I am Octo. Uh, I'm not going to be doing much talking today because I am going to be doing more, mostly stream management. I got a bunch of background noise and stuff, so um, I'm going to be taking more of a backseat this episode, but uh, let me go ahead and uh, segue this to my other three guests that we have here today. If you guys want to go ahead and introduce yourselves. Uh, I'll go first. Um, Viper, obviously. You guys have heard my voice before. I uh, co-own the league with Octo. Um, and yeah, so I'm really excited to be doing this again. I'm hoping we can make this a weekly thing, so I'm just excited to be back on the mic. So. <laughs> Alrighty, and for you, you guys should know me by now. If not, my name is Blue. I'm your player representative. And I'm very happy to be here on the first ever overtime of the season. Hi, my name's Relic. Uh, most of you can just address me by Ken. I'm your rules keeper. Uh, if anybody has any issues, just shoot me a message. I'll be happy to look into it. Nice. All right. Good job, guys. We did yeah. it. Yeah, we got through that. Yeah, I got through that. Uh, part yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, we're going to go over a little bit because I know a lot of you guys are new. Um, so you've never really seen something like this before so we'll kind of give a brief overview of how how this kind of thing is going to work so basically this is kind of like a podcast kind of like a talk show it's something in the middle really um it's something we're going to do weekly we hope i'm praying to god that we can actually do it weekly this year um or this season sorry because you know it's something i really enjoy doing but it's a lot of work on our end um it's a lot of work to do so we are definitely going to ask you guys for help um, we want to have guests on the show that's not limited to managers, players, coaches, everything in between. Um, we'd love to bring on the show and have you guys talk because, you know, you guys are on the front lines. You guys know what's happening in scrims and stuff like that. We only know so much. So this is definitely going to be something, a community effort uh, every week to put together. Um, and this is definitely like, there's obviously a level of professionalism with this, but this is going to be much more casual. It's not really going to be like super, super serious or anything like that. So just to kind of get those expectations out there, just so people understand exactly what's, you know, what this is supposed to be, what it's not supposed to be. So, yeah, <laughs> I guess we should go over what we're going to talk about today. Um, so we basically have four big topics. So first of all, um, we're going to jump into... We're going to talk about preseason power rankings that form that all of you pulled, you know, put together. Um, we're going to talk about that. And then after that, we're going to go into draft winners and losers. So this is going to be kind of talking about, like, obviously we know that, like, winning and losing a draft is very subjective, right? Like, that's all up for debate. So we're going to talk about that for a little bit. Um, and then upcoming this week, as you guys all know, matches start on Friday, 8 p.m. EST. We are super excited that we finally get the season underway. Um, so we're going to talk about all the matches, go over predictions and stuff like that. And then finally, at the end, we're going to take questions from you guys in chat just to, you know, get us, you know, more talking points, stuff like that. So I guess first, let's talk about the preseason power rankings. So obviously, you guys filled it out, too. Um, we we finally saw the results. Um, did anything really surprise you? Uh, do you want me to reveal it? I can pop it up on stream right now. Um, yeah. Or do, that's or do fine. you want to do you want to keep them waiting a little bit and like kind of preface it a little um, bit? I think. Well, because you're gonna show the sheet that we saw, correct? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So basically, to preface you guys, um, 
we divided it into staff rankings, manager rankings, and I believe general public rankings, if I'm correct. Yes, correct. Mm -hmm. So that's so if you look at the screen and it doesn't exactly look like you think it does, don't worry. Like you, it goes public and then managers and then staff, I believe. It's staff and then so public we'll, we'll, and then manager. Oh, staff. Okay, yeah. So we'll go th we'll go through all three of those, um, and we'll kind of just like walk our way through it. So you can go ahead and show. Them all right, you. let me go ahead and pull it up. Uh, this is our first peak. This first uh, page is our, our staff vote. Only three of our staff members voted, so uh, this is very this is a very very <laughs> small pool. So uh, don't take this too to heart. But uh, yeah, it should be on stream now. Yeah. So. Um. Talking about, obviously, like, we don't have that much to go on. So, to be honest, like, don't really take any of this to heart. This is literally just, like, going off of things that we we might know from past players or anything like that. Um, however, one trend you'll notice is that the Sharks start in first. Um, so, for... Because I know I filled it out and I put the Sharks in first. Um, so, I'll, I'll kind of explain why I did that. So... Obviously, we have two returning champs from last season, so I have a lot of faith in them um, to do well. And so that was my reasoning, but I don't know about anyone else who put them in first, so I'll let you guys talk. I actually didn't get uh, didn't get a chance to vote on it. Um, I've been busy with work and everything, so haven't really had much time. But I personally would have put the Sharks in first as well for the same reason, that they have two... Uh, champions that are coming back from last season. I think they have a strong team, and I think they're going to do great things this season. All right, what about you, Blue? What you thinking? Well, obviously... We talked about it earlier. <laughs> yeah, so obviously, I put the Sharks at first as well, because like you guys said, there's two returning champs from last season coming into the, coming into the scene, and it's just like they already, have, they already have the synergy together. I don't know if they've been playing like off-season or anything like that but if they have that just makes it a lot stronger and i just from the season we saw last year it was really it was really convincing how bad they wanted it like i don't know if you guys like were as into it as i was but that was those were some top-notch games sorry i just had a huge bolt of thunder i just heard a huge crash of thunder behind me and it scared the absolute crap out of me so i apologize it is all okay but yeah I, I think we obviously like you can hear that like all of us kind of have the same and I, I guess mental or like train of thought about why we put the sharks in first so so now i know everyone or i already thought in chat okay seattle orbit at second so i i know obviously like i said we don't really have that much to go on so really take this with a grain of salt we might update this as the season progresses but as you know, literally all we have to go off of is, like, picks and ranks of players. So pretty much nothing. Um, if last season taught us anything, like, yeah, in the first couple of weeks, like, we can talk about this more when we get into, like, match predictions and stuff like that. But ranks, it matters to a certain extent. But you'll notice that, like, later on in the season, as teams start playing together more and more, that it's not going to matter as much. So, and I think that's why a lot of us are interested to see, like, especially like some of these like hyper carry strategy rosters, how they're going to perform. So Orbit at second, I just know a lot of these guys, all right, some of these guys, and I know they can play well. So I put them at second. Obviously this can change. I could tell based on everyone else's rankings that it was, it was kind of different. Um, 
So yeah, I want I'm curious to hear your guys' thoughts on. Orphan yeah, so like for me personally, um, most of most of my rankings came off of like before I put my rankings in, I looked at everyone on the team, basically looking at salaries, people I know. If I haven't seen them, I, you know, it was kind of like a, a shot, shot in the dark. Really, mm -hmm. I didn't know really what was going to happen. But uh, so basically, what I looked forward to in the power rankings were basically like if you have more of a carry style you know it depends on who you are like uh we know we got some of the managers playing in this league who are you know 1600 and above like american banter and like kuko and everybody else like that it's going to be very interesting to see their type of play styles you know will they go for the hyper carry or will they kind of just like turtle it you know be be the backbone their team needs it's gonna be very interesting to see how that will play out all right um what about you uh really any thoughts on orbit number two or we want to just move on to number three i i don't know that i would have put them at number two but i don't know who i would put there uh i don't have a lot of information about the players this season uh, i haven't really been around a whole lot um due to moving home and things like that so i <laughs> i have no idea from here on out yeah and i think i think that's kind of the general vibe you'll get from the rest of our list uh going forward because pretty much after the sharks like ranks were all over the place for a lot of teams um some of the teams uh were pretty consistent uh, which I'll, I'll touch on later um but a lot of the teams were kind of all over the place with like deviations of like two three four um for some of the teams uh, especially, like, I think another team that's going to be really interesting to look out for uh, that was pretty consistent between all three of the power rankings was the Halos, actually. Um, it, the public and managers put them both at the Halos at seven, and then we put them at six. So they actually had, like, one of the lowest standard deviations out of all the power rankings. So why do you guys think that is? Like, why do you think they, why do you think most people put them, like, very middle of the road? Uh, to be honest with you... <laughs> I don't like obviously I'm not them so I wouldn't know for a fact but mm -hmm. if I had to like put my guess on it they probably did they probably did the same thing we did they probably looked at the people they got and then basically based on like if they knew who they were or depending on like how big the salary gap was between each player they probably put their like bets on that really cuz like I said, that's what I did for the most part. Like some of the returners, I knew yeah. who they were. So, yeah, and I, I think it could be pure coincidence. Like, you know, it's possible that some of these deviations. Like right now, you're looking at the staff vote, but next we can we can look at the public. Is there anything else that you guys want to touch on, or something that you think seems maybe out of place, or what you expected in this list? Because I don't want to. Because if we sit here and talk about every single team, we're going to be here for hours. So. <laughs> uh, I want to chime in. I want to chime in here really quick. I think I think the Miami Thrashers are being massively underrated here. You know, I've seen them. I've seen a few streams. I popped into a few streams of them uh, doing tryouts and not tryouts, sorry, scrims and stuff. And they've kept it close with some of the best teams in the league that we that we that we voted to be the best in the league in quotations here. So I'm interested to see where they rank, honestly. And I'm also kind of surprised to see the Thunder solo as well because they have some really good pieces, I think. Yeah, and I think it'll, uh, well, if you think the Thunder is underrated here, uh, the public is going to make you a lot more upset. Um, All right, so. So uh, is there is there anything else we can think of for staff? Because obviously, like, we voted, we are the ones that voted on this, so we probably have those insight here. Um, I don't know. 
I don't really know. All right, yeah, so I, I, I everything else is like I'm interested to see how the uh, the public. Yeah, I guess I you know the vote I would put the most weight on I think is a manager vote because I feel like they're the ones that know the most because they're the ones like screaming at each other and stuff. So if I were to put weight on a like a vote, wait for the manager vote, which is why I put it at last. You know, save the best for last. But I'll go ahead here and uh, move us to the public vote, and we can see what you guys voted as the uh, top and bottom teams in the league. Drum roll. <laughs> there we go <laughs> big reveal all right so now we're on the public vote so this is everyone i believe this includes players right octo yeah it does include players yeah so basically players coaches anyone that's not a manager or staff is included in this um so obviously again we're noticing a trend that, like, the same, like, four-ish teams are, like, kind of near the top. So you'll notice, like, Shark, Blaze, Ice, Deadeye is kind of all deviating, or not really deviating too much. Um, so do you guys think that that's mostly because of, like, returning star power and just, like, what people know? Or do you think that, like, something else might be at play here? I personally think it might be one of the big reasons that people are putting them up towards the top is just knowing the players knowing how they play and kind of basing it off of what they've seen so far this season with other players and you know how they work as a team and how they manage teams and you know things like that yeah well i will completely agree with that statement because as we saw last last year we we were not expecting it yeah, that, that's far least. from. Yeah, <laughs> that is like, as, as as good as I can get it for you guys. Nobody was expecting it until it happened, and we were just like, "Oh, don't tell me this is about to happen." Yeah, like honestly, I wished like that's like one of our biggest regrets is we didn't save that grand final. Because for those of you that watched, and for those of you that were there or playing in it or anything like that, that grand final was something to like remember forever. Because that was it was crazy, absolutely crazy. Um, anyone that was here last season can vouch. Uh, it was an absolutely crazy grand final, and I, I really wish we saved yeah, it. But, for um, those of you out of the loop, it was the, the Calgary Blaze and the uh, San Francisco Sharks that went to a Game 7 uh, with a bracket reset, I think. Am I wrong? Yes. No, yeah, it was a bracket a reset. Game 7, yes, bracket reset, and then it was like a like a five-game map after that? Yeah, I think it was like four yeah. or five yeah, but after that. Sharks it was edged it out in the end. It was, it, was, it was great. It was wonderful. Yeah, they, they had the momentum, and they kept it up. So yeah, basically, like, again, um, I'm big, big old asterisk. We literally have nothing to go on. This was all just purely like subjective. Um, sorry, banter. Nightbot, we're we're working on Nightbot. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> you just get to take a five second cooldown. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think I think again, talking about what Octo said, Miami again being, some would argue, criminally underrated here. Um. Just because, like, you know, Octo has said, I haven't personally watched the scrims, but obviously, like, I, I vouch, um, I vouch for Octo, so I'm gonna be really interested to keep an eye on them and see how they progress, because... Yeah, they have a pretty well-balanced team when it comes to, like, salary-wise. You know, they got two 300s and two 200s, you know, fits perfectly at the 1,000 mark. And, yeah, I, I will agree. I'm actually very, very surprised, uh, like, how low they're being rated as well. It would be nice yeah, if we could see sure. some action this weekend to change their minds. <laughs> for sure. Um, 
All right. So is there anything else that we can think of of note? Like, I think um, the next one is going to be pretty interesting. So obviously, like we were saying, we'll put more stake in the manager vote just because they're the ones obviously like scrimming each other. So they know the most compared to everyone else. Um, so without a further ado, Octo, if you don't mind, yeah, let's switch over uh, to the manager vote. Let me go ahead and get the manager vote. I'll give myself a little drum roll here. I'll go. Fingers on the desk. All right, here we go. We got the, here are the results for the manager vote. We had not too many of them go come out and vote. We had like six or seven, I want to say. So this isn't like the full pool, but here it is for you guys that are interested. Yeah, so definitely, as you guys noticed from the there's public, the um, the yeah, there's definitely a trend, obviously, with Shark being first. But a lot of changes you guys see here compared to the public. Like, yeah. I think the first one that really stood out to me was the aces. Um, the aces, both in our our voting and the public, they were both ranked at 10th. And the managers put them 5th. So, obviously, like, they know something we don't. And we are criminally underrating the aces. Also, so, I, I want to point same out thing with Thrashers. Yeah, I also wanted to yeah. point out the Thunder. They were ranked last in the public vote, and they shot up all the way to fourth in the manager vote. So, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm looking out for the Thunder for sure. And I think I think these are definitely words like manager words you take higher, just because, like we said earlier, you know, they're the ones that's scrimming, they're the ones watching the scrims, playing in the scrims, whatever, what have you. Um, another big jump we see Orbit down to eleven. Yeah. So. Um, any thoughts on that? Like, do we think that it's just, they might have, it's early on, right? So obviously, um, you know, might be player cohesion issues, stuff like that. Um, we don't really know, obviously, cause we're not in the team, but with that much deviation, you kind of wonder like what's kind of being lost between like the managers, like obviously the managers are the ones scripting, right? So they know something mm -hmm. that we don't, um, yeah, but, there oh. again, that could just be biased, you know. And, it could be. It absolutely could be yeah, biased. Yeah, it, it, um. it could be based on that. But honestly, you know, sharks are still at the top, so everybody knows something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, another large drop was actually uh, Dead Eyes went from fourth to ninth. So definitely a lot of um, a lot of flip flopping there for the Dead Eyes. Yeah, so, I'm very interested it's to see how they play as well. They got yeah. a well-balanced team as well. Mm -hmm. they, they got a 300, two 250s, and a 200. I, I have, I have my faith in them. You know, same thing with the Thrashers. You know, they were being placed at the bottom. You know, but then again, it's just like my way of thinking right now is like I'm looking at salaries, basing it off of that, and then I'm also basing it off of who I've seen play and everything like that. And it's very, it's very interesting to see like how my thoughts are like completely different than some people's, you know? Yeah. And I think, I think that's the thing. Like I see you guys talking about Twitch chat, like, oh, it's not going to be accurate. Like that's kind of the point, right? Like if you would have showed me what the preseason power rankings were going to be last season and then what it ended up being at the end of the season, like it, it's wildly different. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it's crazy different. Um, so like we said at the beginning, huge asterisk on this, like take this with a grain of salt. Like I guarantee you a lot of this stuff is going to change. Um, so definitely don't, don't be disheartened. If anything, take it as motivation, prove us wrong.
right? Exactly. That's what um, I was about to bring up. For those teams that are, like, discouraged to, like, be at the bottom half of the standings, like, get ready and, like, just beat some teams and, like, prove us wrong, because that's exactly what we want. We, we love to see, like, the underdog, like, upset story. So, like... We saw it last season. Again, it, don't take it to heart. Like, definitely not impossible. Um, we, we saw it happen last season. We saw top teams fall apart. Like, it, you know, it's all dependent on how hard you work. Um, and I think that's the biggest thing I wanted to hammer home is like, in a league like this, putting in work will pay off dividends. I promise. And the teams that stay complacent, it will show. Um, because it did the same thing last season. The teams that stayed complacent, it showed in their rankings. And it showed in playoffs. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, for sure. See those see those players who are just like come out of nowhere, you know, and come from the bottom right to the top, you know. Like we were saying, like last season was a season to remember, even though it was the first one, but it was astonishing to watch that game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And then finally, to close it out, uh, I'm just going to talk about some interesting stats mm -hmm. I pulled. So believe it or not, the Sharks obviously were placed first every time, so they had the highest average rank and the lowest deviation. Uh, the Vipers actually had the lowest average ranking between all three uh, surveys. And then the Thunder Ooh. actually had the highest deviation between all three surveys. So some interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. Yes, it very is. All right. Um, so you want to go ahead and move on? Yeah, for sure. So let's talk about the draft. Winners and losers. So when we say when we say draft winners and losers i think we mean we this probably won't be a huge topic that will we probably won't touch on this for too long um but uh, i think some of the teams definitely had better drafts than the others um like i'll say for instance for me ironically i think the vipers had a very interesting draft i won't say they necessarily won or lost um i think they had a very interesting draft because uh, I want to see how this hyper carry strategy is going to work out, man. I'm very curious to see yeah, how it's going to work. I'm, I'm exactly the same way. I want to see like what kind of play styles are going to happen. Like I was touching on earlier, are they going to are they just going to go for like something nutty, just completely carry, or are they just going to go for like the backbone of the team? You know? Yeah, exactly. And I think like like I think all of us were kind of shocked when we saw that pick. Um. We were like, oh, okay. Because, like, I feel like when you make a pick like that, like, you are telling the league, like, hey, I am building a team around this person. Um, so it, it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be really interesting. Um, other teams, what do you guys think? Who, who do you guys think was your standout, like, draft winner or, like, someone that had a really interesting draft that stuck out to you guys? I don't know that I would say anybody particularly won. <laughs> you know, I, I think all of the drafts were really good. Uh, who I, I think the Sharks probably had the best overall, especially bringing back two of their old players. Yeah, I think that was massive because you have that pre-existing synergy between the two of them at least. Bringing in a mm -hmm. third, you know, obviously, it's gonna be it's gonna be a little different for them, but you know, it's still, you know, you have time, right? I think that's the biggest thing. You have well, a lot of time to make these rosters work. Yeah, and they'll be able to make it work absolutely. Yeah. So for me. Obviously, I wanted to touch up on the dead eyes for a second. Mm -hmm. Very interesting to see Scholar pick up Yu Kaizen again. You know, just like not try to be biased or anything for you guys who don't know. I was the team manager for Dallas last season and Toronto Eyes. Don't ask why I was 
manager <laughs> of two teams. Not touch on touch season on one ancient history. <laughs> exactly. But it was very like I don't know if it was very reassuring for me to see that. But I think Scholar had an interesting plan. I think he was trying to go with something that he know he knew would work. And so he was trying to pick up basically what you would like just a secure like a secure draft, you know. Yeah. Something that he knows in his mind will work and people that he knows of. Like I know I know Squintle myself and I know Scholar knows Squintle as well. Um, I don't know who Cryptic Bread is, but I I know those three players, and I know exact I know how they play, mm-hmm. and I think there will be a team to watch out for as well. Yeah, because like on paper, right? They seem like pretty much like one of the most balanced teams. Besides, I think them and the Orbit, I would say. Oh yeah, them the, the Orbit, Orbit and the Hunters. Orbit. If you put it down like on a piece of paper, and even the Thrashers, you could argue, they had very balanced drafts. Like nothing really like stood out. You were like, wow, they went for a really like not risky pick, but they went for like a kind of like off meta pick i guess you could say um well, because I the cool thing even, i yeah, wouldn't even ahead, say ahead. off meta like that because it's like you know most, most of the as we saw like most of these picks anyways like you know atlanta halos you know thunder and like one or two more teams you know they're revolving around these bigger these bigger salaries right and so they have to try to build a team around that but I think they went for the smart pick, right? Yeah. I think they went for the smartest that they could do. Like Thrashers, they're exactly on the dot with without there being too much of the MMR, like a salary gap there. And so I feel like that kind of levels it for their team. And what I mean by that is just like you don't have somebody who's too high and you don't have anybody that's like just too low. You know, you they kind of all hang around the same salary or rank and they know what they're doing and so i feel like that itself can improve improve the uh basically the team play itself because you know they got they got a balanced team you know two players might be higher than the other two but they're usually around like right there at each other so they can mesh pretty well yeah um, I think another interesting thing that happened during the draft uh Yokaizen talked about it in chat a little bit so I'm gonna talk about it now um Ice got a Ice got King Chris in their last round. That was really Ooh, surprising yes. to me. I, I was very surprised about that too. Um, if you yeah. think about it, right, it's, it was kind of smart because you, you, there was kind of a game to play within the draft itself, right? And I think that's why the salary system is so fun because the draft really showed us who took the time and who did their homework and who didn't. Um, because, you know, like I said, it, it definitely reflected in the draft a little bit. Like the fact that like Newt clearly had a game plan, right? Like Newt clearly had a game plan for the draft. Um, she got her kind of like middle of the pack, lower ranked players out of the way before she went for her like big ticket player, I guess you'll say, right? Yeah. So it's just, it's really interesting to see how each manager approached the draft and how they kind of all almost approached them kind of differently, um, yeah. except obviously for like the middle of the pack teams, but. Well, you can also see with the Blaze, they did the, they, it, it looks like they did basically the same thing. So, you know, the two, obviously Newt and I, uh, Wavy, I believe, is managing the Blaze, right? Yeah. Yes. Obviously, they did what they needed to do researching their players. 
Yeah, and that's that's whole that's another thing I wanted to touch up on too. The blaze, the Calgary Blaze. It's like they have Iceman, Wavy, and Cosmic Decks. Mm-hmm. Those are some pretty solid players. Yeah, right. they got the one. They got the one diamond one player that we got to sign up. Yeah. So like, well, they, they so actually I, won the draft. Like, yeah. so I don't like. So like you said, that was our only diamond one player. All right, but I feel like for that kind of team, they did get a really balanced pick. But I feel like with the diamond one player, they could kind of work him up to be what they need him to be. If you know, what remember, you like. Yeah, this player is going to have to play a series before the midseason tournament. Oh, yeah. So, like, they have to keep that in mind. Like, because I think you'll notice too, because if you don't constantly keep your fourth player in rotation, then, like, come, you know, the day before, the week before the midseason tournament, like, oh shit, I have to play my player or else we can't play in the midseason tournament. Like, you know, it's going to show. So, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how teams foster that fourth player in. And, you know, instead of treating them like a sub, they kind of need to treat them like a second, third player almost. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think, especially like throughout the season with our minimum games played requirement, um, it's going to be really interesting to see how that fourth player is fostered into into the team. Um, Because it's not like RLCS where you can just, you know, you grab your sub and then you never use them, right? Like you have to use your sub in this league. It's literally required. Uh, So it's going to be interesting, I think. but besides that, do we have any other like closing thoughts about drafting, draft day, winners, losers? Uh, I want to I want to touch on just the aces real, real, real quick here because they picked up T Man, and I've seen a lot of people hype the guy up. Like this guy could be I've like a, too. this. This guy can be like from what I've seen just from the hype alone, he could definitely be like an MVP, like rookie, like M- rookie of the like rookie of the season, rook, like player of the year type, not the year of the season. I'm interested to see how that folds out. Maybe, you know, the hype dies and he doesn't perform as well as we thought he was or we or he, you know, plays out of his mind. So keep an eye on the Aces because they have a pretty solid roster similar to the Toronto Eyes. Yes, I, I know game. exactly how T-Man plays because in the other league that I'm in, I have watched him and streamed games, but I'm not going to spoil it for everybody. So <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, and um, I think speaking of games, I think that's a good segue to get us into our next topic, um, which is going to be match predictions and matches to watch for week one. So, as you you can see on screen, we all have our match predictions. Like I said, take this with a grain of salt. We have no idea how the teams play, pretty much. So, all right. Blue, I gotta talk about yours first. You have so <laughs> many game fives. <laughs> so, 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 like, is there a legitimate reason why you put so many game fives, or do you think that like the league is so chaotic in its first couple of weeks that like we have no idea what's going to okay, happen? Okay, so let me. So basically, let me put you in my mind, right? Okay. So, like I said, most of my predictions were based off of two things, right? Mm-hmm. So, how like how big of a skill difference there is between the players. Yep. Or and how or how like even it was, you know, or well, that's yep. basically the same thing. But or like how like if they're returning players, I basically will know how they work. So like uh, when it comes to the Los Angeles Aces and the Boston Revolt, so basically what I was looking at there, and it's just like okay, well, who's on the Aces right now? So you know, I'm looking at the Aces, and they got you, like you said, they got T Man, they got Kellogg Gamer, and they got. Crunch Vision and Sabora, you know, yeah, they, mm-hmm. 
Now, when I'm looking at them, you know, T-Man's at the very top, 500 salary right now. But then you got Kellogg, and I've played with Kellogg, and I know Kellogg's a decent player as well. But then it's just like, I'm looking at that, and it's just like, well, they're kind of, you know, they're kind of, like, banking on, like, T-Man there with Kellogg to back them up, and then hopefully, like, Crunch Vision or Cybora can, you know, pick up the slack where they're messing, or, yeah. like, where they're missing off of. So, looking at that, but if I go, you know, to the Boston Revolt, I can find them real quick. <laughs> no, you're fine. Because I noticed, I noticed both you and Relic didn't put a single sweep, didn't put a single one. No. So I'm very, I'm very interested. Once, once Blue is done, uh, I'm very interested to hear what you have to say, Relic. So. Okay. okay. So like with the Balls Revolt, you know they got Major Tyler. He's a, he's a Diamond Two, I believe. And you know they got Doc. I know Doc's a pretty, pretty good player. I think he's right. I don't know if he's hit GC yet. Could be he wrong. Is. He is okay so they got doc who's 425 you know they got the pc bearcats who's 200 and they got i don't even know how to say his name but that guy he's 300 they got a pretty well balanced team yeah yeah you know? and like <laughs> i said like the if the if the mmrs are closer the team's gonna mesh better together yeah All right so that's why i put that the boss revolt come out of this on top because I feel like they're probably going to mesh better together than the Aces will. But like, like, you, like you said, we haven't seen them play. All I'm doing right now is basing everything on like what I know as of right now and how I think yeah. it's going to go. Well, okay. and also I think I think one thing to keep in mind too is that like this is literally going to be the first game of the season, so you might have to factor in some like. I, see, like, I don't know how people get with, like, pregame jitters and stuff, especially since it's, like, the first, you know, first game mm -hmm. of the season. So, but I, I think I think your logic is pretty solid. What were you going to say, Octo? I'm sorry, I cut you off. <laughs> Did I cut you off? I'm sorry. Yeah, I yeah, no, 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 I'm good. You're good. I, I wasn't okay. going to say anything. Well, what do you guys think about the uh, Los Angeles games and the Boston Revolt? Uh, I think I it's possible, know. like... Yeah, go ahead, Octo. Sorry. I, I don't know. I like. I genuinely don't know how this game is gonna go because, like, I feel like Boston has a fairly solid roster, but I'm just going for the Aces purely because of like that that the volatility that you get with T-Man. Like, I feel like he can change the game like outcome. I don't know. I, I'm I'm very interested to see how this game plays out though. Uh, but I, I genuinely have no idea. These are like again, these are just preseason like ramblings. Like these aren't gonna. We aren't educated in our opinions just yet. Like as the season goes on, like we'll obviously have better you know calls on like who's gonna win what. But like these are all yeah, up in exactly. the air for me. Yeah, exactly. All right, relic. I want to hear what you have to say. Uh, well, actually, actually, blue. Um, do you want to go over the rest of your matches? The rest of your matchups. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Well. Next, we got the Dead Eyes and the Eyes, the two teams I managed. <laughs> yeah. It's very fun to say, you know. But, um, so, like I was saying, the Dead Eyes and the Eyes, I'm, you know, I'm looking at them. And I'm sorry, dude, you probably want me to root you on. And I am, but I'm going for the Dead Eyes on this one. So, the reason I say that is because, you know, I've played with Rebel and I've played with Overrated. And I haven't played with King Chris, but it's like, like I said... It could be it could be a good thing, you know. You know, you got King Chris, he's coming out on the four twenty five and you got Overrated and Rebel right there at the same you know, same salary for, who are two fifty. And that could be that could be a troublemaking team. But to me, you know, I don't think Overrated and Rebel and King Chris have played enough like games as Skylar and Yokaizen together. And I know 
I know Skylar and Squintel were very close as well. So I feel yeah. like they just get the synergy to like get them through this game and get them through the win. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's going to be interesting too as we go throughout the rest of these, because you know, obviously with our fourth player rule and the minimum games played for the before the midseason tournament for your team to qualify, I think it's going to be really interesting to see like. Are these teams, because it's the first week and it's so chaotic, are they just going to play their sub to get their game in? Or, you know, are they going to, like, play it safe? So I think that's another thing, too, that you always have to consider in the back of your mind. Um, is, like, are they going to, when are they going to bring in their sub to play um, to get those games in that they need? So yeah. it'll be interesting, but I, I would agree there, too. I think it's going to be a pretty close game. Um, yes, I saw that tears was... Two three with the dead eyes losing as well. Yeah, you, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be I, close. I think it's gonna be a very close. Game. Octo on the other hand thinks it's gonna be a three oh three for the ice. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> no faith. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not begging on the synergy. I know Yokaizen's a great player, and I know. I know the Dallas boys. Are, they have a pretty decent roster, but I feel like Toronto, especially in this first week, where teams are still like acclimating to each other. I feel like it's the higher ranked teams that'll prevail, in rather than like the the. The lower ranked teams, not the, not the lower ranked teams, but like the the lower MMR teams here. Yeah, the more diverse and exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I get where you're coming from. All right, so on to the Calgary Blaze and the Minnesota Hunters. All right, like I was saying earlier, the Blaze they have people that I've played with as well. Now you got Cosmic Dex, Icewind Chills, and Wavy. I feel like that's gonna be the team that goes against the hunters that's just my hunch because if it was me i would kind of want to go just balls to the wall right off the bat you know try to make that good impression get your power rankings up you know yeah get those stonks get those stonks yeah show show them people that <laughs> you're not afraid and you're just coming out full force yeah so like i was saying blaze they just have i think they just like uh I think they just have like like i was saying with the dead eyes it's like i know they haven't all played on a team but you know i think them three know each other enough and know their play styles enough to like get them through this game and it's like i'm looking at the hunters you know cody i know cody and i know taterbot you know i don't know xander or dokovic I, I don't know either of them and they do have a pretty well-rounded team Together, like I was saying, it's like you know they're really similar to salary wise, and I feel like they'll probably mesh well. Yeah. But it's just like to me, I think that the the Blaze are just gonna have that that oomph they need to get them like almost three zero. But I I, I, I have faith in the Hunters to at least win one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what are your thoughts on it? Um, I I think I would kind of agree with you. I gave Orbit a game. Uh, or wait, sorry, you're talking about Hunters. Um, yes. I didn't give Hunters a game. That was like one of my few sweeps I think might happen this uh, this week, but I, I honestly can see a world where um, they do they do sneak out a game or even two um, because you know first game of the season like it's all chaos right now like we literally have no idea for all we know these could be all sweeps these could be all three twos like we we literally don't know we might be seeing a lot of champions field this weekend <laughs> we we have no idea <laughs> yeah you um, are correct so but yeah I could I could see it uh, but yeah what about well, I like I see well, I was about to say, Relic, I see he's got the Minnesota Hunters winning. Yeah, yeah I have an upset pick. Um, honestly, I I picked this just because I think it will go to a game five. I think uh, the, Cal the Calgary Blaze with Iceman and Wavy and Cosmic is going to perform extremely well, but I also think that the Hunters uh, with 
with the very similar MMR, the very solid team that will mesh well is going to hold out. And I think it might win him a game five. Interesting, I like interesting. I like it as well. Yeah, because you and I thought you and Octo shared the same result, and then I gave it a sweep, and then Relic, obviously. I like the upset pick potential. I didn't really pick an upset pick this week. Uh, you can maybe argue that the Vipers are an upset pick, but I don't really know. <laughs> I think it's going to be interesting either way. But yeah, what do you think? Of, so next match is going to be Orbit Thunder. So Ooh. this one is interesting to me. You you yeah. picked Thunder to win in game five. Yes, I did. And I could see that, you know, Octo was like, oh, they got it in the bag. Three or three one. Same with you. And <laughs> same with Relic. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm we all have the only guess. three two, dude. But um, but so my thoughts here are like, like I said, it's like I've played with Kuko. I know how Kuko is mm -hmm. as well. Like Kuko is a very well player. I don't get me wrong. He's a very well player. And, you know, he's working with Walrus right now, and then Yoho, and then Jason, or is that, no, it's not Jason, JJ14, I don't know who that is, I can't remember, but I know, I know Kuko, and I, like, like Walrus is saying in chat, Kuko is cracked, but it's like, <laughs> with a Seattle or Orbit, it's like, you got Recede, Solid Space, they have, they have the uh, Season 1 vibe going on there, you know? Yeah. Both of them I played in season one, and I feel like they'll, they can mesh well together. And then they got Fly Parker. I don't know who that is, but you know he's on the same like same boat as Recede, same MMR. And you know Bootstrap's not far behind them. They're it's like yeah, they got a really well-rounded pick. All right, mm -hmm. but it's just like I feel like the Orbit would get like a game or two out of them just because of how well-rounded their team is. But I have to give it to Thunder Man because I like I was saying. Kuko, man. It's just like, I feel like Kuko will just pull this out for his team, if not show off a little bit. Yeah, I see I see a lot of chat support for Kuko, so... Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I would I would definitely... I can definitely see Kuko, it. Kuko, don't tell you do do. Also, he's one of the few Kuko teams that's actually doo -doo. picked up a coach already. Like, officially. I, I think some yeah. teams might have, like, unofficial coaches, but, like, he, yeah, he's, like, one of the few teams much. that has, like, an official coach, which I think is really, really good. And I would recommend... This is my one free advice that I'm giving everyone. If you're a manager, try and pick up a coach. Like... It, it will help. help. It will help immensely. I promise. It does. Um, it, it, I 100 recommend picking up a coach. It helped immensely for the hundreds. You will. Last you will thank me later. That is a hashtag ad, I guess. But <laughs> oh, pick up a coach. Needed, but it, it, as a, as I, a player from last season, having a coach that would play with us and talk us through what we were doing wrong and going through with us and making us go to on ball chaser and things like that. Honestly, it was so incredibly helpful. I went from diamond one to champ one. Uh, in like the first, I want to say like month and a half, two months of the season. Yeah, I was, I was also going to add Tony on. Right I, I know um, <laughs> the coach for Minnesota Hunters, uh, Johnny Conga. I, I he was the main reason like they turned around their season. Like they, Minnesota Hunters are like near the bottom more or less for like the majority of the time, like at the start of the season, and then like they got an immense coaching from Johnny Conga, who who's currently a free agent right now. I think uh, that'd be a good pickup. Um, but um, as I was get saying, you a coach and a player. <laughs> yeah, coach and a player. Get yourself a coach and player in one package. But uh, yeah, no, the coaching helps a lot. And it turned around their season, and they were looking like you know top dogs for you know a good bit, a good portion of the season, taking taking down like the top teams in the league and stuff. So, like Viper said, you know, get, look for a manager. I mean, not manager, a coach. Look for a coach. That would help you guys out a lot. If, if you need a manager, we have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like I I completely agree with that. And like last season with the Hunters, it was like it didn't matter who they put in. It's just like they had their starting roster, but they're 
their like subs were just as good you know their game score might have not been like as good as the main roster but they could they could hold out on their own and get some wins all right so we, we kind of shifted over a little bit um so let's talk about the next match which i think is really interesting a lot of us none of us put this game as a sweet sharks halos you have them three two blue yes and let me let me tell you why <laughs> i'm ready i'm ready Okay, so as we all know, Nexus and Blitz are the Season 1 champions from last year with Main AR and Gunner Lee. Okay, mm -hmm. I I believe I've seen Gunner Lee play in a different league, but I'm not too sure about AR. But my thoughts on the Atlanta Halos, right, is American Banter. I feel like American Banter has something to prove to people, okay? I feel like he is going to try as much as he can to pop off this game because i mean it's against the sharks man last season champions he's gonna try everything in his power to like knock him down if he can so i feel like this is just gonna be a close game yeah i mean there's not a lot of whole whole lot i can say about it but it's just like i can feel it i feel like it's gonna be a close game yeah See, i get that you. i, I kind of get that same vibe too that right there is why I don't think it's going to be a close game. Because American Banner thinks he has something to prove. Or he might think he has something to prove, I should say. I don't know what's going on in his brain. Interesting, I like it. Please elaborate. <laughs> I'm curious. <laughs> if he's going to... Well, think about it this way. If you are sweating super hard during a comp match, you start getting frustrated at yourself because you're missing things that you think you should be hitting. You start getting annoyed. And you're going to start getting into your own head. And I think him maybe getting frustrated with himself and maybe with his teammates, especially because it is the first game of the season. There, is, there isn't really that chemistry yet. I think that's going to hold them back a little bit. That's why I think it'd be 3-1. I got you. I also yeah, I, I think... Oh, go for it, go for it. Yeah, go ahead, Octo, go. No, 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 no. You, you go, you go. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, so, basically... Like, I think this is going to be a close game just because, like, uh, Bander's been talking a lot. Um, he's been, he's been, uh, yeah, sorry, rip headphone users for that. Thanks, Octo. Octo clap. <laughs> sorry, um, sorry. Right. Yeah, so I think, I think Banter does have something to prove because he's, he's been talking. Uh, I'll say that. He's been, he's been talking a little bit. Uh, he's been, he's been hyping his team up. So I'm very interested how that's going to translate in game day. Very interested. Like, well, he do might, I think he might have the confidence. Like he, they, and, and who yeah. knows? They might have the chemistry already. They might have it down to a T already. But that's true. Just have to, yeah. just have to wait and see. That's why. That's why I gave it like a close game. That's why I didn't give him yeah. a sweep. Like I like, literally uh, remember. I literally remember in Banter's player application. I was like, he was like, why do why do you want to play to PC? And he was like, I want another league to win. So I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. I was like, okay. Straightforward. This man came to play. I respect it. Okay, <laughs> I respect it. So I'm very interested to see what's going to happen. Very interested. Uh, yeah, it's like I like, think uh, I think this is going to be the match of the week. I honestly think this I, is going to be the so match too. of the week. <laughs> Sorry, I have to clear my throat. But um, as I was going to say, um, I really do think that this game is going to be up to mental because you know I I genuinely think that Atlanta Halos Halos can win the Sharks. But I got Sharks winning purely off mental because, you know, I know the players on the Sharks and they, you know, they're confident to say the least. I think we all know that. Yeah. 
And yeah, it, uh, it really is dependent on the Halos because you know they're mostly a team of like rookies. And by rookies, I mean like new faces this season. From, from what unproven I remember, talent, a lot yeah. of unproven talent. And going up against the team that everyone's saying is like the best, like oh they have two champions from last season. They're both like you know really high rated players. It, it, it depends on like how you take that and how you play on the field. So I really yeah. is, it, it, it's dependent yeah, on whether it's a three v three game. Exactly, three v three game at the end of the day. Yeah. Well, see that kind of proves my point is as well. It's just like I feel like a. Uh, if American is talking all this crap, he has to have something up his sleeve. You know? He's got to. Yeah, he's got to. If he doesn't, it's just like, I'm sorry, man, but I don't want to hear any more of that crap and banter <laughs> anymore. But it's like, they might have they might have the team chemistry, but it's just like, I feel like the Sharks, like, like you were saying, like the Sharks last season, nobody thought they were going to win, but they just, they pulled it out, man. They just... They put the they, work in. They yeah, they, the work they showed in. us. They showed us that even like the underdogs could take, like they could win at all. Mm-hmm. So that's why that's why I have them winning three two because I feel like I kind of agree with you as well, Relic, on how you know American. You know, with your with your higher salary or MOR players, it's just like they do get fr- frustrated even over the littlest things as well. Because mm-hmm. like me and myself, I got I've been playing more into the gc scene even though like i'm not ranked gc right now i'm mm. in i'm in a league where i'm actually in the gc league itself and i can like i play with these higher ranked players and it's just like well he's getting mad over everything but you know there could, he could be one of those guys who was just like oh it's okay we'll get it next time you know but that's how i feel the sharks are you know they got the mental power to just like you know push through it easy selling if they get mad you know they, they can kind of just brush it off and keep on going. Yeah. I think that's going to be the biggest thing. Um, but let's talk about the final match of the weekend. Thrashers versus Vipers. So all of you except me said this was going to a game five. So, Alright. Uh, uh, we have a bit of a setup too because you and Relic both think the Vipers are going to win. But me and Octo also think the Thrashers. It's true. It This was not planned. I swear to God, this was not, not planned. planned. Um, well, let me so, let me hear you. Let me hear both of your guys' opinions of why you think the Vipers will win. Um, I think my case for the Vipers is pretty much down to like one thing: how is Nikolai going to perform? Yeah, like I, I think I think that's like my biggest thing because like like we said earlier, you know, when we were talking about the draft, when you pick someone up like Nikolai, you're saying I'm building a team around this player. So. How is that going to translate on game day? You know, because like when you have a player like that, obviously very skilled, MMR shows it, right? But how is that going to translate when you have to play with two other players who are vastly different ranked than you? Well, I guess vastly is a relative term, but yeah. you know, there definitely there's there's a lot of there's a decent rank discrepancy between him and the other two players that are going to be playing with him. Mm-hmm. So I think those are my two questions. How how is he going to perform, and who is he going to play with? <laughs> because yeah. they picked up uh, they picked up two diamond threes, so I'm very interested. Obviously, it's going to be probably Nikolai game, game time, and then someone, and I'm interested to see who that third is going to be. So at least I know with the Vipers, they're not going to have a problem switching their fourth in and out because they're pretty much the same rank. So yeah. it's, it's going to be a lot easier compared to like a team that has like. You know, like the Sharks, for example, they have two GCs and it's D3 and they're going to have to swap out their D2 or vice versa. You know, it's going to be very different. But yeah, I'm very interested to see how Nikolai shows up for this first game. 
Like, who knows? Like, they could sweep the Thrashers and make this a huge statement game, right? Like, I, I have no idea. But <clears throat> I think it's going to be interesting. I'm banking on Nikolai kind of hard carrying at least the first couple weeks, just because, you know, mechanically, I think it's going to matter a lot more in the early weeks yeah. compared to later. Um, but yeah, I, I just think he's going to show up. And I think that's how they're going to take this, like, pretty handily. I think the Thrashers will get a game, but I don't think it's going to game five. The reason I thought it was going to go to game five, uh, honestly, I'm not sure about this game because it could be a case where you do have a hard carry for one or two games and then the cohesion of the other team, because they are all, are all around the same rank, comes together and propels them through to a game five win. I don't know. The reason I said Vipers in a game five is because of Nikolai. I think he's going to not necessarily dominate, but, you know, definitely show up and put some spicy shots on goal. Yeah, I, I, I definitely would agree with you there. Um, all right. So you guys, you and Octoblue both have the Vipers winning in five. So yes, walk me walk me through that. because <laughs> I'm very interested to hear what you have to say now. Okay, so like you guys were saying, it, like with the Vipers, it all comes up to Nikola. Okay, because we all know Nikola, he's a high salary player. You know, they're trying to build a team mm -hmm. around him, a team that will work with him and, you know, will be kind of like his supporters. Okay, but with the Miami Thrashers, they're a well-rounded team. So that's why, I was, that's why I was telling you guys, like most of my picks were depending on like, who's on the team itself if i've seen them play before or not or like what's the difference in salary or, or like just basically like i made my picks as logical as i could without being like without knowing who like how it's gonna go so with the thrashers it's like they got atlas carlton sir pride and nova Maddie. we all know nova Maddie because he played last season i believe yeah he played for the shark i'm uh, not the shark sorry the, yeah. the thunder thunder yeah. yes um carlton i have carlton atlas and sir pride i have not seen it at all but i feel like that well-rounded team is just gonna pull out the win because i feel like with the way the vipers are set up it, and it could kind of go with every like it could kind of go with the halos or the thunder for instance it's just like i feel like nikolai he'll he'll show up but I feel like his team's what's going to drag him down this game versus a well-rounded team. And that's why, I, that's why I put it as a game five because Nikolai could, you know, could carry the first two games or like keep it into, like keep it into play. But I feel like that last game, it's going to be who, like who can withstand the pressure more. Will yeah. it be Nikolai and his, like his two supporters or will it be the Thrashers with a well-balanced team? And just for my personal opinion, I think it's going to be the Thrashers because one, you know, I just feel like they have a more well-rounded like set of skills. I would say. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Um, Octo, you you put uh, Thrashers winning at five as well, so I'm very interested to hear what you have to say. Yeah, well, Blue covered most of like what I was really thinking in my head, but I think another big determining factor in this game is like the Miami Thrashers and their mental because I've popped into a few like their scrims and stuff, and I've seen you know like Thrashers comms and stuff, but I feel like they they're they're a little 
I'm no therapist by any means, but I think they're a little easily boomable here. I, I think. I feel like they get uh, a, little, a little shaky in the yeah, mental department. A little, a little shaky in the, they, they definitely have the, the the manpower to like take down top teams, but like you can definitely tell there's like they get they get a little you know a little a little, a little, uh, a little tilted. I guess I guess is the way to put it. But um, as long as they like go over like. As long as they put teamwork first and like mental second, I feel like Thrashers yeah. can dispose of the Vipers. But Nikolai is gonna be a big determining factor in that as well because, like we've all said before, like he's a very high-rated player and he definitely has like the the ability to like carry this team. But it's also on the Thrashers and how they're feeling on the day as well. Yeah. So I think with that, we've pretty much wrapped up every match that's gonna happen this week. We kind of touched on it earlier. So what do we think if we had to pick one match to watch this weekend? What match should we tell people to watch? It's gonna be the Sharks versus the Halos, I believe. Okay, yeah, because I'm, I'm thinking the same thing too. What about uh, what about you, Relic? Honestly, I would say Sharks versus the Halos. I think it's gonna be a really interesting game to watch. Uh, alternatively, the Aces versus the Revolt. Personally, for me, uh, having Kellogg and Doc as two of my teammates last year, uh, naturally, I I want to see how they how they do against each other. I want to see how that turns out. All right. What about you, Octo? Any? Uh... Uh, honestly, I agree with the uh, the Shark versus Halos pick, but I think uh, if you weren't to like be able to tune in and watch that match, I'd, I'd say the Thrashers versus Vipers match. Honestly, yeah, that would be my second yeah. pick. I would like yeah. to see how. I would like to see how, or if Nikolai could carry their team. Yeah, because I think I think that's going to kind of be the same thing you talk about with like the Thunder, the um, the Halos stuff like that. It's just like how is that? How is this strategy going to pay off in the long run? I guess is the way you would see it. Um, so with that, I think that's going to end our match predictions. Don't forget our first match of the season, Friday, 8 p.m. EST. Um, you will have me and Octo on the mic. Uh, we will be streaming it on this channel, RL Pro Circuit. So if you haven't followed already, drop a follow, please. Pretty please. So you can get notified when we go live and we can start our matches. And you guys can be here. You can watch the matches. You can talk a chat. You can hear us cast. Do I get it. my I get my casting my casting comes back my my classic caster calls from last season you can see some clips of it still on this channel uh, some of them prettier than others <laughs> but uh, yeah anyway so we are gonna just about done we're gonna actually close out with some stuff uh, qu take questions from you guys so if you guys have any questions uh, either like you can at me at Octo in chat. Uh, you can highlight your message, do whatever you want to do. But yeah, if you guys have any questions you guys want to ask us, um, it could be league related, like rules related. We'll even take those. Um, anything like that you guys have questions on, you need clarification on, like ask away because we actually have staff um, exactly. on this overtime. So we actually can like give you guys good answers. <laughs> I do play Minecraft. Dead Eyes, why are they not number one? Well, you know, sharks are number one for now. Yeah. You gotta prove us wrong. Yeah, you gotta, I, that you has, play, the dead has got to prove us wrong. I play Minecraft. I play a lot of Minecraft. Uh, I, I do agree that Rubble is bad. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think we all agree <laughs> here. If there was a if there was an award for worst player of the season, I would give it to him just right now, honestly. <laughs> Dude, but the real question is, would you be gay for Larry? Oh, Larry! That's oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, he's one of my real role. life homies. Oh, of course. Do, I like yeah. I like the cockiness here from Nikolai. If you if you manage to pull out a win in the league, like yeah, you'll you will be awarded with a role. Yes, yeah. You so if you notice, if, if you notice in our server, um, we have a 
um, like we have our our season one champions have a special role, so we will also give that to season two champions. Yeah, so, so. like you're right now, if you go into the Discord and you click on Blitz's name, you'll see that he has NPC season one national champion. Yeah, so we will also give that to season two, um, and we will give that to every person on that team. So Doesn't manager, yeah, manager, player, coach, anyone who is on that roster when they win, we will give the role to. So that's. Uh, do I have to change it? Well, well, actually, we'll talk to you about that. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, 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 we'll take it. <laughs> we'll talk we need to, you to about have it. a discussion. If if you cannot tell already, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that, my friend. Um, because I'm erring on the side of yes. Uh, just because, like, it's. I mean, yeah, it's it's. Anyway, we'll we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. I um, which manager is Atlas Sim Forever? I don't know, dude. You gotta ask Atlas. You gotta ask Atlas for that one. Um, so for any of you curious, I guess we kind of touched on this when we were talking about like players and drafts and games and stuff like that. Basically, we touched on it throughout the entire podcast. But as you guys know, if you read the rule book, which I hope all of you did, big smile. Um, I hope all of you read it. <laughs> Um, holding a knife slightly in his hand. Yes, holding a knife <laughs> slightly in my hand. I hope all of you Crazy at least eyes. skimmed through the rulebook. If you would know, you would know then that we have a mid-season tournament this year. Wow. wow. Mid-season tournament. Yes. Crazy. <laughs> nice. And there's actually incentive to play in it. Um, we are giving <gasps> you guys wins. It's crazy. I know, Whoa. crazy stuff. Um, however, you need to make sure that your team actually qualifies because that would be a shame if you're number one in the league and your team can't qualify because you didn't read the rules. So, <laughs> so I will say, make sure you skim over the rule book. If you are a current player, coach, manager, whatever, please, 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 please skim over the rule book. That way, <laughs> when you have to ask us a question about a rule that's like clearly stated in the rule book, you don't have to ask us. <laughs> okay, so if. Well, I'll go ahead and set it straight right now, honestly, Viper. Uh, so, like, right now is the mid-season tournament, as you guys know. Is it going to be a tournament in the mid-season? Who would have thought? Wow. Um, is wow. it two Is it two games per player that we agreed on? Or is it it is in the rule book. It is in the rule book. But look, <laughs> but look I have a chicken nugget in my mouth right now, but I will say this right now. Okay? <laughs> in order to qualify for the mid-season tournament, every single player on a roster... On a roster, must have played two games at least before the midseason tournament starts. So everybody on a team, if you're trying to play in the midseason tournament, Wait, each player on your roster has to play two games. If I'm remembering that wrong, then I'm gonna feel really stupid. <laughs> exactly. Which I was is, like, is it one or two? Which is which <laughs> is why you know, which is a good a good uh, a reason you should read the rule books. You'll look stupid exactly. like me if I'm wrong. Uh. I'm not going to say I disagree or agree on that statement, but just read the rule book, guys, like he is saying. But yeah, um, so Viper, what is the incentive to play in this season? What'd you I say? swear to God, if you say it, it's in the rule book, I said, what are in what are what is the incentive to play in the midseason tournament? Oh, the incentive. Well, yes. we make it very clear that we are a non-profit tournament. We make zero dollars. I'm, I'm holding a zero up to my eye right now. It's zero dollars. <laughs> we make no money from this. Um, however. Like any money that the stream earns will directly go back into the stream itself, or it will go into improving the server. Um, 
all of our staff are completely volunteer and <laughs> like we literally cannot thank them enough for all the work they've done so far like yeah i don't crap. get i don't get paid to deal with your guys' bullshit okay just oh <laughs> yeah so um let me see wait you guys are getting it? paid <laughs> wait yeah. Yeah. we're getting paid for this <laughs> yeah so um Oh my gosh, I can't spell. <laughs> Octa's like, I own the league. Why am I not getting paid? No. Um, <laughs> yes. So, to clarify for you guys, because we were talking about, we were, is it one game? Is it two games? It is a minimum of two games. Or two series. Let me let me make that clear. Because if I say it on stream, someone's going to clip it. Two <laughs> series. That means they need to play in a whole series. They cannot play for one game and then you sub them out. They must play for two full series, I guess. Two. Reasons. One, two. So, our series best of five, yes. Uh, the only exceptions to that rule are going to be the semifinals and finals of the midseason tournaments, um, and then the semifinals and finals of nationals. So, but that's pretty much the biggest thing I wanted to touch on, <laughs> because that's like kind of coming soon so yeah well also, so, like, so it's like some of you guys some of you guys are thinking to yourselves like two games and like i have like two diamond twos on my team that's gonna be rough well that's that's what you signed up just, for buddy well one that but it like it also shows that you guys like like you might have your main roster right one when we made this rule we were thinking to ourselves, like, like heavily debated on this rule. Let me tell y'all, yes. the discussions we had on this rule was crazy. <laughs> yeah, yes, it was. This is probably the most debated rule we had, or the change we had. Yes, it was. But um, like we wanted everybody to play. We didn't want like like oh yeah, I got on a team, but I've only played one game the whole entire season, right? We wanted to make their make there be an incentive to put your other people. In. Right, so if you want to play in the mid-season tournament or get like I don't even know what the rewards are, if they all get a reward for it are, but if you guys want to play in it, it's just like make sure to get the games in for everybody. It's four weeks until mid-season tournament, so you have enough time. Is it four weeks? Or am I just recording? It's six. It's six. Six in the mid-season tournament, and I'm the final. I guess I'm stupid because nobody's answering. But yeah. six, it's, it's six, 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 it's six. It's six. Yeah, because I remember that we were it's, thinking it's, about adding it's six, that thing. It's six weeks, and then the mid-season tournament, and then six more weeks, and then the like the final like playoff nationals tournament. Yeah. FYI, there but, you go. Like I was saying, there's there's plenty of time for everybody to get your games in, but this also this also like gives your other players a chance to be put into the game and it also gives you a chance to look at your players and see how well they play together like yeah you might do it in scrims but you need scrims and like an actual game or like completely two different things because in a scrim some people don't get nervous you know they might play it like a lot like a lot better in a scrim or they might not but if they play in an actual game they might play a lot better or they might not it's just it's just a way so everybody can get some games in and basically show the worth to the team yeah um and we the reason why so people are gonna be like why is this rule in place well we noticed last season that even though there was like a roster limit of five there was no incentive to take more than three players because like you didn't have to play your fourth so once you got your three the fourth was kind of just left to you know on the side 
Like, this isn't RLCS. Like, we don't want it to be like, you just pick up a sub and then you never play them. Like, you need to play all your players. That's kind of the whole point. Like, we want every single player that's on a team to get game experience. We want them to be able to play in that kind of environment. We want them to learn. So, that that's what I'll say on that. Um, if you guys have any more questions about, like, mid-season tournament and stuff, I guarantee you 99% of the questions you have can be answered in the rulebook. So, again, I'm going to say it. Please skip through it. because I'm gonna, We're going to make it a rulebook emote. Don't worry, boys. <laughs> that, that will save so much time. Also, if you guys are interested, there's a very extensive punishment list in the rulebook, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> Holds the knife slightly in hand again. <laughs> um, will there be ringers like last season? So, about ringers. We talked about this, too. Um, we are going to be a lot stricter on ringers than we were last year. Uh, because, you know, games are going to be at set times this week, this season. Like, there's little to, like, players should have known what they were signing up for when they signed up. Because the rulebook's been there, right? And the schedule's been there. So, we're going to be a lot stricter on ringers. Uh, ringers are like emergency subs, uh, Kuko. Yeah, just to make it more clear, emergency uh, ringers are allowed only if the team can't field the three-man roster. So say if one of your starting guys can't make it, but one of your subs is available, you have to put your sub in no matter what. But yes. in the event that like your 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 starter player is missing and like your sub is like at, a, at like a funeral or something, then that's the event where you can get find a ringer that has um, the same salary or like the same SR or less. Yes, you can you can get a ringer that is of equal value to the person you're replacing. Or lower. You cannot go higher. There, There is 100% no exception to this rule. Like, I don't care if you can't field. Like, if, it, if there's something extreme, you can talk about it with staff. And we can, we can talk about it. But, like, I, I'm 99% sure we're not going to get to that point. Um, but, yes. Like, we are going to be we're cracking down on ringers a lot harder than we did last season. Because you guys had a lot more time to scout. Players had a lot more time to read. Read the rulebook. I understand that there's a schedule, like, got to plan for this stuff. Like, this is something you got to be committed to. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you got you got to know what you're signing up for, <laughs> basically. So, please, make sure when you say you can play, you can be there. Yes, please. Because oh otherwise, you're just going to have to take the L. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And we really don't want to do that if we, if we don't have to. Like, I really don't want to force forfeits. Especially in, like early weeks <laughs> because that is the worst feeling super detrimental yeah you literally if you forfeit a game you get a 3-0 loss so it's gonna hurt you bad it's gonna hurt you real bad so yeah i saw a couple of questions in the chat for me one was from iceman saying blue do you intend on playing or being the team manager for two teams again no i do not but you know if the situation arises i guess we could talk about it <laughs> I see. I'm hoping that due to our increased vetting process, that we won't have situations like what happened last season with teams completely falling apart. Um, because I trust you guys. So, yeah, I, I trust uh, you guys. <laughs> to answer your question, I do want a burger because I actually am very hungry right now. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> speaking of that, we will end unless you, unless anyone in chat has any legitimate questions for us. I we can answer them, but if not, then we're gonna finish because. We've been going for like an hour now, which is crazy. This hour is way longer than I thought we would go. Almost an hour and a half, dude. Heck yeah. yeah. Um, it's not looking like I'm seeing anything. So, a couple things. 
what is this going to look like in the future? So A, we want this to be a weekly thing. Um, B, guests. So managers, players, anyone, coaches can be invited. Anyone from team, anyone on a team um, can be invited onto NPC Overtime. Uh, asking to get on NPC Overtime will not get you on NPC Overtime. I promise. If anything, it'll get you on a blacklist. Like you are, you if you ask, you aren't gonna be ever allowed on the show. If Just you if you, know you literally borderline harass us about getting on the show, you will not get on the show. I promise, it doesn't work. People tried it last year. Yeah, but doesn't usually, work. usually with our guests, like we hope to like gravitate towards guests that are like talking points of the league. Like, say there's an upset. Like, say you know, team twelve teams like beats team number one. Like. We're gonna want to invite like a member from Team Twelve to come on and talk about like, oh, like how did you feel winning against Team Blah Blah Blah, like st stuff along those lines. We'll try yeah, to keep it relevant. Exactly. Yeah, we want to keep it relevant. Also, uh, Rebel, if I don't want to be on the show, I should harass. Yes, if you don't want to ever be on the show, you should constantly ask me to be on the show. That's that's how that works. Um, <laughs> feel free to ping us too. Like just ping us as much as you want about getting on the show. We would really like that. Yeah, I think. That will actually get you striked, so don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, but, no, uh, I lied. I lied. Don't actually do that. I'm uh, not afraid to lay down the hammer if I have yeah, to. Yeah, like, our staff is in full effect. Like, we are going to be enforcing the rulebook to the fullest extent of it. Um, so, yeah, just keep that in mind. I, uh... So, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, cool. Can we, I... can we not have... Yeah, we're, we're going to talk about the ice. Um, that was actually something I was talking about earlier today. So, we're going to talk about that. Um, so yeah, also finally, for those of you that are still with us, uh, if you would like to help us make this show a weekly reality, please fill out the production application. Um, there's a section on the production application for NPC Overtime host. You don't necessarily have to host, we just need help. Um, because this is a lot of work for me and Octo to do every week, in addition to everything else we do for the League. So if you would like to help us, please, we always would like more help. And that means you get to get on the show. So. That's much feel. And another and another way to get on the show is send us clips of you guys in in match games of like your nuttiest shots. Like I'm not saying like outside of NPC, which I don't know if you guys want that or not, but inside NPC games, like show us some show us some clips. Like if you're tired of staring at this overtime screen with all twelve team logos, no, no offense, Octo, send us some clips and we'll We'll try yeah. to do something with them. We eventually also want to like put match vods in the background and stuff like that. That way, you guys have something active to watch, like while you know, while we're talking. Um, because it's not always going to be me, Blue, and Relic and Octo. It's not going to be. Hopefully, it's not going to be at least me and Octo every week because I'd like a break too. I love doing this, but I I would like a break. Yeah. Um, I'll make the outlines and stuff, but like that's a lot of work for me. It takes a lot of time out of my day to write this stuff up. Um, believe it or not, it's on. It's not all random. There's actually a process. Um, so yeah, that's my feel for NBC Overtime. If you'd like to help us out, the production application is in the applications tab of the server. <sighs> Any final thoughts, guys, before we before we close it out? Uh, even if you just want to help us out with like casting games and stuff and streaming, if you're interested in like even, even casting, like not you don't even have to stream, just like casting games and like helping out our production staff. Like go ahead and fill out an application. Also, we're looking for streamers because we don't have too many streamers right now, but you know the more the merrier. So if you like are able to stream decently on your PC, like fill out an application or like I don't mind getting PM know. personally, like just let me know, like because we we are on the lookout for streamers and stuff. And you'll be able to we'll stream, on stream, own, on yeah, stream on your own. Yeah, stream on your own channel. You'll get all the viewers that you would usually get like from our games. Self promotion. And, and, yeah, you get like you can get like your your path to affiliate or partner or whatever the, the hell you're looking for. 
You know, we just... We'll give you our stream assets, the ones we use that you yep. guys saw today. Boom. Transition, but, stuff yeah. like that. Please apply. Um, yeah, any any final thoughts, nice. Relic? Honestly, I'm just excited to get this season underway. Say... I'm, I'm so excited to get it started. All right, Blue Yaku in that thought. <laughs> Dude, I am ready. I'm ready for this weekend. I think all we all right. are. But yeah, I think that, yeah. that, that, that about wraps it up, no? Yeah, I think that wraps yeah. it up. Um, thank you guys so much for staying with us. I know this was a pretty long episode. This went longer than we thought, but we got a lot of stuff done. Hopefully we answered some of your questions. And yeah, so um, if you guys think of anything else, just message our mod mail bot. It's probably the quickest way to reach us. Um, stuff like that. So yeah, thank you guys so much. And we will see you guys next week for another episode after the first week of games. Yeah, adios. See you then. Adios, boys. Bye.